Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this deep sales and LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn sales navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn sales navigator and get a 60 day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60 day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. The last thing that it is, is you don't take on debt ever unless you're getting cash flow or some good sort debt. of asset that good appreciates. Debt. Good debt. Yeah. Debt can be good, but there is bad debt as well. 100%. And that would be a form of bad debt. And the justification of it is, oh, well, the interest rate's lower. Maybe so, but it doesn't pencil out to where you're making money. What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. As always, your host, Maddie A, co-host, Mr. Ryan Breedwell. What up? We got another episode of Money Moves, where we cover all things stocks, real estate, investing, and stocks. (laughs) That's all you know. You're like, stocks. Stocks market. Stocks market. No, no, no. And personal Personal finance finance. to help you on your wealth building journey. If you're new to the show, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. If you enjoy the show and any of the content, we ask that you share it out takes five seconds, maybe 60 seconds to leave a review. And of course, don't forget to take advantage of the two uh, freebies and items of value that we offer to our Millionaire Mindcast community. Number one is the free financial x-ray where Ryan and his amazing team will go through your entire investment portfolio and basically give you their plan Mm -hmm. and where they think that you could either do better or they'll tell you that you're doing amazing and that you should stick with exactly what you're doing. You can get advantage or take advantage of that by texting the word X-ray to 844-447-1555. And for all my credit investors that want to get on my deals list and get notified of private uh, investment offerings that I put out to my community, uh, you can text the word DEALS uh, to 844-447-1555 to get on that list. Uh, I've got two, um, one for sure that I'm going to put out. The second one I'm I'm doing some final vetting on, um, but got one that will be kicking off here in the next week or so. Um, so if you're not on that list, you're an accredited investor, you want to get on that list to get notified, text the word DEALS to that same phone number. And of course, don't forget to grab your Rich Life Planner and check out the Millionaire Mindcast store and all the great stuff that we've got available. Updated the store for you guys, all kinds of value in there. You can get... Um, I think what we got the 
the Rich Life Planner. We've got the Personal Finance Statement. We've got the Net Worth Calculator. We've got Investment Calculators. All kinds of great stuff in there for you guys. Goal setting stuff. Shop.millionofmindcast.com. You can check that out. All right. First and foremost, how we doing, big dog? Wonderful. You got any exciting updates for us on your personal life? On one more step to becoming a billionaire? Anything exciting before we jump in? Talk rates, talk unemployment, talk all of the all exciting been, and sexy data that our all, listeners love tuning in for every week? All I've been doing is sipping my tea and watching people be wrong that I've been waiting for for months now. And finally, it has arrived. Market's been tearing for the past six weeks. NASDAQ and Dow are at an all-time high. S&P is about one and a quarter percent off of its all-time high. God, it feels good. <laughs> oh, man. I love that's good. where you start. Just rubbing all the naysayers' faces in your uh, your winnings. They um, they know who they are. <laughs> they know who and they the, are. The, best, the best part about it is I know I'm going to be right. It's almost like arguing if the sun's going to rise and trying to say specifically when it is with your blindfolded. You may be wrong now, but you'll eventually be right. And the best part about being a bull is that's the always position you're in. Yeah, because the market is always going to move up over time. It's, Amen. Right? I, uh, I love that when we were out in Napa, what, two weeks ago, uh, we were talking about some of the naysayers and you love getting into it with people and all that kind of stuff. And me and your dad were just laughing, mm. sitting back. And it, you, me and your dad are very similar. Like if, if somebody locks horns with us, we'll lock horns, but we, we don't get like too much excitement out of it. You love, you love locking horns. I Well, the thing is... <laughs> you will go back and, I, and poke. I only argue well. about things that most of the time I know that I'm right about. Yeah. Very rarely do I get involved in things that I don't feel like I'm the expert or the the authority in. But when yeah. it comes to the stock market and when it comes to this kind of stuff, if you want to tell me, you know, maybe recently verbatim that there's absolutely no way that there's going to be rate cuts ever. And I mean, like the opposite unfolds. You're gonna get reminded. You're gonna. You're gonna. And get I'm and going. You did make sure that this oh, yeah. poor gentleman heard, I think, multiple times about it. I just revisited. More I just revisited last week. I'll be revisiting again it in uh, March. It reminds me of, and I haven't read it yet. I just bought it. Uh, Patrick David Betts' new book that he just released called "Choose Your Enemies Wisely." Yeah, don't. I will tell anybody. Don't come on. Step on my toes because I will step on your neck. Uh, and I love that idea. I love though, kind of the the idea of that book, right? Is like choose your enemies wisely. He uses a lot of good examples of how your enemies oftentimes are the ones who inspire you, who force you to innovate, who force you to get better, who force you to be just dialed in on whatever it is that you're. You know, people hating and telling me I'm wrong is some of the biggest fuel. Me that too. Keeps me going. I, I, I'm, I, I don't it. care if it sounds petty or if it comes off as petty. I use the naysayers, the haters, the doubters, and the people ultimately who have kind of done me wrong or snubbed me as true gas and Agreed. motivation and fire to show up bigger, better, wiser, smarter, more skilled. It just forces you to get back in the lab and make sure that you really are coming with your best. And some people shrink when those individuals 
get around them. And mm-hmm. some people thrive in that environment. I love it. You're was, one of those people. I was a closer in baseball. I thrive under pressure. I am a freaking diamond. Yes. Take pressure to be become something good. But Absolutely. that I love. I love. I don't like. I'm not saying that I'm. You know, we're here, and you're not either. That we go and just get in arguments with people left and right for no. here or there. But when we, you know, when if I'm on something and I know I'm on solid ground, I'm going to back that up, and I'm going to back it up with facts and data, which is what I back everything up with because that's how I make decisions. Um, but I do love it. I love when people. The thing I love about the most recent thing with the market is that it was so plainly obvious to me after July of this year that what has unfolded was going to unfold. Mm -hmm. It was just hard to say it for some people because it wasn't what the crowd was saying. Right. And I, as slow as we've gotten closer and closer and closer through the market pullback again in October to where we are now, I've been able to consistently hold that because the data was lining up to point that way. The short-term data maybe was not, but the long-term was. Um, So yeah, feels good. Shout out to everybody who listened to me. And, uh, you know, if you didn't, you know. And thank thank the haters for forcing you to continue to get on here every single week and drop your data and share the insights. That's why I... As much as being on a podcast and and being, you know, public with your thoughts and kind of being on your quote unquote soapbox, right? Talking your shit, saying what you believe, you're gonna get plenty by default haters, people that disagree with you, people that wanna trash talk, whatever it is that you're doing or how you're going about doing it. But it's the the people that you ultimately end up serving, changing, adding value to. That's why we get on the show every week and do what we do, right? Like we love this for ourselves selfishly. But after you check your own box, right, you need something beyond yourself to inspire you, to force innovation, to force you to get better. Whether that why is your family, whether that why is our Millionaire Mindcast community, whether Mm -hmm. it's a mixture of all the above, it's important to be able to feel confident in who you are, what you're bringing to the marketplace, to the community, to others, mm-hmm. and in the process, forcing yourself to innovate and grow and get better as a result of kind of being vulnerable and putting yourself out there, right? Not enough people like us are willing to do just that. Be vulnerable, be wrong, but do it with the intention of of helping others. So, you know, when I was wrong in July... It gave me an insight of how I could that, oh, okay, well, now I learned from that. I can pick that up and do what I've made a habit of when I have any sort of failure or unsuccess is I take that, learn from it, and I make some success out of it. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a beautiful thing. I'm very excited for 2024. Real estate investors, keep strapped in. Lenders, keep strapped in. Real estate agents, real estate investors of all of all sorts, keep strapped in. Uh, we're about 90 days, 120 days actually about out from when the uh, party's going to start again. Yeah. Well, we saw this last week, the Fed held rates, yep. right? And they ultimately kind of... No, not kind of. They said they're they showed sure their hand. They're cutting at least three times. And I'll tell you right now, they're cutting more than three times. They're going to cut between five and maybe up to seven. Well, if they say three times and that's the kind of baseline, you know they're probably going to come in above five to seven times is where I'm kind of thinking that they'll cut and I am I am very excited. Well, they said 
because this was non-existent as of last week's show. Now in January, we got a 10.3% chance of a rate cut in January. Not yeah. that that is likely to happen. Mm -hmm. But that being said, that just shows where the trends and the sentiment are moving towards. And it's moving in a positive direction if you're on the side of wanting rate cuts, right? Yeah. There's a 67.5% chance, which is up um, for rate cuts now in March. And I believe almost an 8% chance of a cut in March of a half a percent, of not a just a quarter. Correct. Not yeah. 25 bips, but we're talking 50 now. So things are... The writing is on the wall of... It's at least going to start at the end of Q1. And that's really going to kick off. Seasonally, it's when things start heating up in the real estate market as a whole. Mm -hmm. And you pair that with what they're going to do with rate cuts. And it's going to be a good, I think, a good thing for the market. But, and I'm curious on your thoughts, we've heard a lot more of the market is going to start to improve but it's it's not going to take off. It's not going to. It's still going to be a very restricted market in a lot of ways. Uh, I don't agree. Uh, I have a price target of fifty four hundred plus on the S and P uh, five hundred next year. So that's quite a bit higher. Well, I'm talking about right in real estate, but yes, oh, your perspective. Well, the real estate market would definitely have to uh, go up as well. Mm -hmm. um, and that's going to be done by money supply loosening up. Yep, and and cost of money going down. Um, I don't, it's, uh, again, just like it hasn't been, uh, since 2020, it's not in the cards for there to be like, a any more of a pullback. Cause right now I wouldn't even call it a pullback. I would call it a slowdown or, or a return to normalcy in the real estate market where there's not, yeah, a, it just it, was not it, that insanity was, like it yeah, was the last few years. Just like, exactly. Just like the stock market <laughs> kind of has for the past couple of years, gotten its training wheels kind of wrecked a little bit because it was on autopilot for 10 years from 2009 through 2019. Um, S&P, in my opinion, is definitely going to do well next year. The real estate market has to do well in order for that to happen. Um, and everybody, and I mean like everybody, including myself, because I undershot the S&P, was wrong about where the market was going to be this year. I was at least on the side where I said it was going to be up and it was up higher than it's going to be. Um, so many people, I mean, price targets down in the 3,800s, a thousand points off of pretty much where we're at right now, which is just crazy. Um, so everybody was, was wrong. Um, it, it's important to understand that and know that the market has so many moving parts that it, it, knows more than anybody could ever say. Even myself, even when I come on here and I say, I feel like the market knows more than I do still because there's so many systemic risks and things that can happen that I can't even think about all at once to come up with the conclusion. And so the market ultimately knows more than anything. That's why when it's up, where it's up right now, the market's already priced in, I think, six at this point, price cuts next year. We have to understand the market's forward-looking and people are putting their money there. Mm -hmm. It's one thing for somebody to go on TV and talk, but the money is normally what moves in our market, especially yep. with capitalism. And I'm going to do just that. I'm going to follow the money. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's going to be a rate cut in January. I think that's a little premature. Yeah, I don't think so. But I think they're going to indicate in January that they're probably going to cut at the next meeting then they're probably going to indicate they're cutting in March. 
And that gives the market another 60 days between meetings yeah. to kind of work itself out. Um, and then in May, they'll they'll have 60 days to see what the first cut does. Yep. So to me, that's the smartest thing to do. That, that feels like the most realistic kind of stepping stones for how they want to, based on how they've navigated the, the hikes and the data that has slowly lagged out, I think that feels congruent with where the timeline is setting up for 2024. Yeah, and I think that, that a lot of people, it'll take mainstream media until summertime, May to June, to really jump on board with that being solidified that there's not going to be a recession. So talk about, is, is there an opportunity in that? Because like the media drives a lot of the narrative that most Main Street makes decisions off of, right? So yeah. is there a window between now and when Main Street really starts getting on their megaphone saying the market's going to take off and it's going to do well and we're back to a bull market, right? I even saw... You know, this was CBO projects. They said the U.S. economy will pull off a soft landing in 2024. I'm starting to see more and more of those. Not a lot, but more and more of those headlines trickling out. So is there opportunity in that window of time before everybody's on the, you know, the same page that the market is hot and we're on a bull run and it's too late by then to really get some of the upside, right? Uh, it could be. You're going to miss the upside that's already happened anytime you're late to the party. But that doesn't mean you're too late to the party. Anytime you can start investing is a good time, even if you you know started investing in 2007 or started investing in 2021. You, know, you would have had to ride through a cycle, but that cycle would have come regardless of when you started earlier than that or later than that. Yep. So um, anytime's a good time. You'll... Um, the reason when you get into the market and you start investing in the market that you don't try to get in and out of the market is because timing the market is an absolute fool's errand. It, nobody can do it like consistently long-term and be successful at it. People can... like I was very lucky in 2020. Yeah, it was like to, in to, hindsight, you can say you yeah, timed it, but I, I did... You just got in at the right time. And yeah, I, I, I was not timing the market in 2020. It just lined up that when I decided to get back into equities in 2020, it was five days prior to the bottom. Yeah. Or pre the bottom. But you also had the the know-how and... We followed, we followed the, data the data to, to make Correct. decisions on a long-term investment trajectory. That too. data wasn't like organically... Like I didn't come up with the process yeah. to crunch that data. Yep. It's just hard to remove emotion and say, the data says that we're going to have a V-shaped recovery and we're going to get... But that's what we need to do. And so that, that's what we did. Was it hard to do that? Yeah. It was not the popular thing to do at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turned out that the data was, was right, which it's not always right. But most of the time it is because it has no emotion. When you can remove emotion from decisions, I mean, it really... Again, we've said it before, me and you both, some of the worst decisions we've ever made are based on emotion. Hands down. Hands down. So for my long-winded explanation here, uh, both the S&P, the stock market, uh, and the real estate market should have a a much better, smoother year, not be so choppy, Mm -hmm. and not have all the volatility that we had this year. So then between now and let's say March, which would be the earliest things would start to really kind of fire up again. 447, 1555, hit X-ray. You will be sad that you didn't. Yeah. I will quote. Um, I mean, I'm getting so many messages from people that have, uh, 
you know, been working with me or started working with me recently and gone through this cycle now and what they're looking at their accounts now hitting 11, 12, 13% average rates of return. And they're like, man, thanks to everybody who sat on the sideline and passed us cheap stocks. Yep. That's what they're saying. They're saying more colorful ways of that, but that's what the people are saying. And I'm getting, you know, screenshots of the the chart of the NASDAQ. Now it's fully recovered and people saying, look at this, you know, from a year ago, I was down 8%. Now I'm up averaging 14%. Exactly. Because you bought the dip. Yep. So it just takes... It's good to finally have a culmination of we've been going through this cycle for 18 months now. Y'all have heard what I've been saying. And now people that have heard what I'm saying, listen to what I'm saying, they're seeing the results of it. And once you see the results one time, you're convinced and you know it's the truth. I want you to be there. If you are not have not taken advantage of the x-ray, you guys need to really consider that because most of the stuff that I see is negative alpha, which is bad allocation, bad rate of return for risk being taken, fees that are super high. I just did a review of an account uh, the other day, 2.78% total account fees. Mm. Um, And that kind of stuff is going to ruin your returns and leave hundreds of thousands of dollars. I was going to say, I mean, you talk about two point something percent in fees on a million dollar portfolio. (laughs) I wish I could make that. It's 20 something thousand dollars Or you think about how much margin that sucks out of your portfolio and limits your compound effect. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Working its magic on. That's a big deal. That was obviously one of the things you saw with my portfolio when I moved everything over was, you know, you're getting overfeed and ultimately your allocations are nowhere aligned with your risk profiles or the true income or wealth growth goals that you do have based on your timeline. It just was a, it's a cookie cutter type you know, blanket approach that most of the big, well, this is you know, what, conglomerates yeah. and shops have, and that's the way they train their people. And it's a volume game versus it being a true expert that really is going to take the time to get under the hood and build something customized to you specifically, right? Yeah, this was a big box corporate broker dealer. They have a pre-built portfolio. Yeah. And it was charging 2.25% for that portfolio plus 62 basis points of expense ratio fees on top of that. So, I mean, it's like almost 3%. Yeah. That's like, in that to me, that's like, holy crap. That's insane. Because I charge less than 1%. Yeah. Um, so that, and we make plenty of money. Um, that's just a lot of my, or that client's money that is not working for them and going straight to somebody's pocket. And they're honestly, they're making too much money off of that client. And they would ultimately, I, you know, the person that has a lower fee will in the long term make more money because the client's account will get bigger. Yeah. You'll make more money in the short term with a higher fee, but you make more money in the long term with the with the lower fee, which is what I want to do. I want to get people as clients and not lose them. So I'm investing and in having them as clients for a long yeah, time. Yeah, you're investing in a 50-year book of business. Correct. Not somebody that is, you know, trying to crunch it into 10 years. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of um, lots of good stuff. And the uh, other thing that I'll touch on recently, because I've been getting a lot of messages on it, there's a lot of, and it's just it's stuff on Instagram again or, or TikTok or whatever, but a lot of people have been seeing like a particular group that have been, they get popular and it's the same group that I always mm-hmm. am referring to. Um, but telling people how they need to set up like life insurance policies to get car loans. 
And you can definitely uh, take a loan out of the policy to buy the car. Um, but the thing you have to realize is like when you set up a policy, uh, a car loan is like four, five, six, seven years, and then the car's paid off and you have you know your car and you can do things to your corporation to get depreciation, yada, yada, yada. When you set up a life insurance policy and then you take a loan out of it to um, buy a car, you now have a loan to service in your policy plus all the premiums that you still have to pay into your policy to service the life insurance policy. So you're really just setting yourself up for double the costs. And you just pulled money to buy a depreciating asset. Correct. You Which is never... bigger of a no. I was just about to say, the last thing that it is is you don't take on debt ever unless you're getting cash flow or some good sort debt. of asset that good appreciates. Debt. Good debt. Yeah. Debt is debt can be good, but there is bad debt as well. And 100%. that would be a form of bad debt. And the justification of it is, oh, well, the interest rate's lower. Maybe so, but it doesn't pencil out to where you're making money. And the the group that does that, they are a one solution, you know, put all your money into life insurance because life insurance is the only thing you should do. I love life insurance. I have a life insurance policy, Matt has a life insurance policy. Yep. I use it for a lot of my clients. They're awesome, but they're not a silver bullet. They should not be used in the way they're described. And the main policies that do that are people that are selling whole life. So just if you ever see that, if that's something that you're currently doing and you're stuck in, um, I can help a lot a, of that, but get a second opinion. You, you should not be doing for sure, should not be putting any money into life insurance to buy a car or to take it back out to buy a car. The only reason somebody's telling you that is so they can make a commission and fucking laugh all the way to the bank because your dumbass just bought them a car with the commission that they're making. You want to know what's funny is it, the one, the videos that it ends up going viral on are usually on TikTok. Or when you see on Instagram, you go through the threads, it's a bunch of 18, 19, 21-year-olds, right? It's it's people that don't truly understand. There's what, not one solution to anything. Yeah. Well, and it's just people that... I mean, you, you tell an 18, 19, or 20-year-old that they can buy a car for free using this process or plan, they will not check what goes into that or the legalities of it or why like 99% of them won't. They'll just go, oh, this is great. This guy and, and it's crazy how people are getting their, not only their information off of influencers and people um, in social media nowadays, which I think there's good ones and there's yeah. a lot of bad ones and there's some really, really good ones out there. Mm -hmm. But it's crazy how people are taking on financial decisions and commitments around an influencer that you just happened to scroll by on the explore feed and now you're making true life-changing, wealth-building, money-making decisions that can drastically hurt you and have you taking 10 steps back because you didn't do one, the true skill building and information gathering of understanding what goes into making sound financial investments and decisions. Mm -hmm. And it's this mentality of, the quick hit, right? The quick scroll, the quick information, the quick outcome. Well, and then just and it's just not the way the world works in 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 terms of real wealth building and real money making. Then they're just telling people what they want to hear. I know something sexy. that you haven't heard about before that I somehow know about that I'm telling you about on TikTok, Instagram, 
And I'm going to maybe tell you the wealthy people did it and the Rockefellers did it mm-hmm. and the blah, 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 blah. And the, all people the are really good bull. at making marketing. That is such messaging a load of sounds bull so good now. Shit. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm not saying they didn't use life insurance, but the rules and regulations on how life insurance is, is funded and stuff has changed quite a bit uh, since then. And, and what they did back then, like a waterfall um, style of, uh, passing on assets that just doesn't work anymore. Um, I wish it did, uh, but it just doesn't. So yeah, things sound too good to be true or they're like, oh, let me tell you about the secret you've never heard that wealthy people do so they don't share it and they won't share it with people that are not wealthy because, fuck, I don't know, because they're not wealthy. Mm-hmm. That That's that's all that big red flag. Lie, 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 lie. Uh, another uh, uh, buzzword or phrase, uninterrupted compounding interest, lie. Um, anything that they, anybody that says stuff like that, bold face, bullshit liar, and somebody that's just trying to take your money. So we'll leave it at there. But I've been getting a lot of questions about that. And I promise you, if it worked, I would do it. I would buy my cars that way with my own insurance policy that has lots of cash in it. And Mm -hmm. I have a 2.75% loan I can take out of mine. I would do that. Um, it just doesn't work. And, and the people that are, are pushing that know it doesn't work. They just know that you don't know it work, doesn't work and that you'll do it and you'll think it works and it'll pay them a commission. Yeah. So keep that in mind when you hear that. Yep. And again, if you want to chat, connect, discuss any of this stuff uh, in more detail, just text the word X-Ray to 844-447-1555. That's the quickest way to get connected with Ryan and his team. I saw a very staggering number of wealth per the Federal Reserve that baby boomers have 19.34 trillion in real estate assets, whereas millennials have 5.51 trillion. Quite a bit still. Significant uh, amount of people who hold their wealth in real estate. And then I'm curious what that wealth looks like in comparison with those two kind of groups in the stock market. The real estate market and stock market are similar in size, but more a larger quantity of people own the real estate market yeah. than the stock U.S. Market. stock market. Yeah. A lot of the U.S. stock market is owned institutionally, mm-hmm. and then those mutual funds or ETFs are then owned by clients. So, like uh, BlackRock or Vanguard or Fidelity holds all the funds, but for benefit of client, you know, the $800 million that's in this, you know, growth fund. So a lot of it on paper looks like some places own it, but it's for benefit of other individuals. But more individuals own real estate because of primary residence than do individual stocks. My goal is to get people to have both. Yeah. Because ultimately more of both is better. Yeah. If more people had more stocks and more people. Well, because when you think estate, about most better. most baby boomers, you know, a good ch- and really a lot of people, a good chunk of their true net worth and wealth is just tied to their real estate asset because they followed the American dream narrative twenty years ago or thirty years ago. And this is ultimately where they're at, but it's just been growing at a very slow, steady pace because they kind of just followed the narrative. And that was what kind of mainstreams access to wealth building was buying on your home, right? No, and contribute to your 401k and your IRA and da, da, da. But really it was like 
anchoring them in real estate and trickling some of the funds off over here so big institutional capital can continue to play in that world, but Correct. still include them in the party, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't have any issue with corporate or institutional ownership of real estate because I, I don't own the stock market as, uh, as well. It's part of capitalism. Um, but it should be an even playing field, which pretty much nowadays in the stock market, you can buy anything an institution can. You may not be able to trade at the same times and, and on the same uh, hours, which that's probably the most uneven uh, field that still exists. But you can pretty much buy anything that an institution can at the same speed an institution can now. Yep. Um, do you have the money and the data and the knowledge and wherewithal to know what to buy and when to buy it? That's the question. Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast and trust me, this is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. Yeah, which is the key of... Who's actually willing to put in the work to learn and build the skills to understand how to play the game of money and wealth building at a high level? Mm -hmm. Most people don't. They'll just scroll through Instagram or get on a Reddit feed and they'll take a quick piece of advice and make a decision off of that. They lose. They go back into their hole and they wait for the next hot, exciting thing that revs up their dopamine and therefore they make a decision and then they fail again. If you really want to build wealth, you got to think of this as a 30, 40, 50 year game that you're playing. Yep. And you're starting as a rookie and you're going to work up to a novice and eventually you'll become an expert and self-sustaining and financially free. But this is a long-term journey. And unfortunately, it's not going to be as quick as what you see all of the Instagram influencers and people selling you courses on. Anybody that says, hey, this is going to be like what I do on my commercial real estate stuff is... This is a five-year process. I can show you a very simple blueprint and plan to buy just one mm -hmm. basic commercial real estate asset that nets you 50K a year. It's that simple. Now, it's not easy, but you can boil it down to as simple as making one investment decision every year for the next five years and get to $250,000 a year in passive income. But that's a five-year commitment. And you got to do this one thing every single year. And you got to build the real skills and discipline to be able to get that one a year. 
it's not as easy as going, oh, you're going to make 400K in your first year and do this, this, and this, and you're going to be worth 10 million bucks in 18 months. It's yep. just not the way the world works. So no. if you're willing to be logical and level-headed about your wealth-building journey and understand that there's phases and levels to it and you get that around works. the right people and you come at it with a true intention of, I want to master this and get good at this. Not just the outcome of it, but the process and everything that goes into that, you're going to be wealthy and successful. It's the people that think that they're going to come in and get those quick hits of success and wealth. It's funny because I've been in the game long enough now to where I've seen a lot of those people say that. And they were hot and sexy and driving Lambos and taking PJs and walking around with their Birkin bags and suitcases on their private jets. Those people are nowhere to be found nowhere. right now. Nowhere. They're all gone. It's very quiet when the market turns. All, I mean, you and I haven't had our best years, but we've also yeah. survived and doing fine. And in certain areas, thrived yeah. during down we, markets. But again, we're playing a 50-year picture here. In a down market, what Matt and I both know to do without saying to do it is you have to reinvent yourself in some way, shape, or form. And so Matt has done some changes to his business. Yeah, I know. I've done changes to our business. I know. Um, and that's what you're supposed to do when... When things are, are are moving and shaking, you move and you shake. Yeah. Uh, so that's what smart people do, smart investors, when there's a, a time when things are slower and they can focus on other areas. That's what, because we have time to do it. Yep. That's what I've been doing and that's what Matt's been doing. That's what I was in Arizona for. That's what Matt's been working on and what he's been talking about this whole year. So that's what we... When when times are we're in a lull, we don't just sit back and, and, and cross our fingers and wait for it to rip again. We're investing in ourself and our, our time usage so that when it does happen again, we get back what we lost and then some. Yeah, it's just like buying the dip, but using your time to buy the dip. When you know you have to take two steps back to take 10 forward, you better damn well put every ounce of energy and effort into leveraging those two learning steps backwards into catapulting you 10 forwards. Because most people, when they get that slippage in their business, I'll use a perfect example. I know dozens upon dozens of real estate agents, real estate investors, mortgage brokers that were murdering it in the last few years. And now... Destitute. I mean, they're like taking second jobs. And they're taking a step back. Those people faced adversity. They hit a wall. Things got hard. And they decided to ultimately give up. Whereas I know other people that are in that similar situation. And they know they're taking two steps back. But they are using this as a breeding ground. As an incubator for innovating and building themselves into something so much bigger, so much faster, so much smarter, and so much more well-positioned to capitalize on what comes after you get your ass kicked and you fall down a little bit. Yep. Which when you get back up and you take all those learning lessons, that's when you get to leverage that real wisdom and insight and the grit that comes out of that. And what got you to there is not what's going to get you to the next level. So you got to be willing to get back in the lab and get to work. Amen. And that's what these last, at least for me personally, I feel like these last year and a half, two years have been is like, dude, get back to work. Shit's not the same as what got you here. And it's not what's going to get you to the next level. So you can shed some of that identity and some of those things that you can let go. Keep what's working for you and double down on that. But know that you got to you gotta put some more tools in the toolkit if you want to keep growing and get into the next level of life, of wealth, of business, whatever it may be. Yep. Couldn't agree more. That was perfectly said. 
So as we wrap up in today's show, I just want to remind you guys, if you want to connect with Ryan X-Ray, if you want to connect with me and get on my deals list, text the word deals. Both can be texted to the phone number 844-447-1555. Don't forget to check out the shop.millionermindcast.com for all the great stuff that we got for you guys in there. And with that being said, we are going to be recording next week. For Christmas, let me double Tuesday, Christmas. Yeah, it was Monday. Tuesday is the twenty fifth. So, depending on if you want to get up in here, I mean, I'll be. I'm going to be at home, so yeah, I can do it. And uh, I'll be here if Matt's going to be here. Tone's like, I ain't going to be here, but I'll get you guys the link. Tone's like, I don't want a lot for Christmas. (laughs) I just don't want to. I don't want to see your face tonight. Um, so we will, we will get something out for you guys next week on, uh, post Christmas. And I might have a little something I think, uh, would be, be perfect to kind of segue into 2024. So with that being said, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave a review and, uh, don't forget to shoot us a text too. that, that same number you text x-ray and, um, uh, deals. deals too. Uh, you can also text us on. So that is the text line. And um, I would be remiss without saying for those of you that want to know more about my commercial real estate investment mastermind coaching, um, you can text the word commercial to get on the early bird list. We'll be putting out more information. And again, this ain't a quick hit. You're getting rich overnight. This is a true mastermind and and coaching community that's going to build true resources, true skills, and understand how you can build a real investment portfolio that will create real wealth for you. So uh, you can text the word commercial to 844-447-1555. And with that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for including us in your wealth building journey Mm -hmm. in what was a crazy and wild, fun, challenging uh, year in 2023. We can't wait to rock with you guys for another year. We'll close out the year strong on next week's episode. Keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. Cheers. Cheers, y'all. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Money Moves. Be sure to tune in next week for more news and updates. And if you got some value from today's show, all we ask is that you take two minutes and leave a review in iTunes, where by doing so, you're going to get entered into win a $100 gift card. Also, don't forget to take advantage of Ryan's free financial x-ray on your investment portfolio. And to do so, all you have to do is text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555. What we have found by offering this out is most people have no idea what they're being charged from a fee perspective, or really in most cases, overcharged, and whether or not their current investment and financial plan is actually aligned with what they're trying to accomplish. And this is something that Ryan and his amazing team do for all of our listeners for free. So be sure to take them up on that. Again, that's x-ray, one word, 844-447-1555. Also, if you're an accredited investor and you're not on my deals list, be sure to text the word deals to 844-447-1555 to be notified of the private investment offerings my team and I put out and last Don't forget to check out all the amazing products and resources that we offer to our Millionaire Mindcast family at MillionaireMindcast.com. Whether that's one-on-one coaching with me, mastermind events, calculators, the Rich Life Planner for those looking to take their goal setting and productivity to the next level, we've got all kinds of great and valuable tools available at MillionaireMindcast.com. With that being said, that's all for this week. Until next week's episode, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your march to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends.